0: Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Hey, hopefully your week one was good. Uh, Kind of a mixed bag for me. I was a little bit half and half with my leagues, although as Nate's going to tell you later, I dominated in the c to c League. But uh, joining us, like always, we got Pork Man. What's up, Pork? Although your name looks a little bit weird there.
1: You probably just changed it anyway. No, I didn't. I'm doing well. Um, I actually had a really good weekend with football this weekend. The Eagles did look very well. Um, and a lot of my predictions came to pass. I know we we'll probably talked about them a little bit later. So, uh, yeah, I feeling good today.
0: Good.
2: And uh, also joining us, we got Nate Christian. How's it going, Nate? It's going pretty good. Um, I deleted the Twitter app after the game last <laughs> night. Uh, stupid bird app. I knew it would just be bad for my mental health after that game, after that loss. Took a nice walk at midnight around the apartment complex, calmed myself down, and uh, had a great day at work today. Didn't have my phone blowing up, didn't go on Twitter at all. It felt really nice, but hey, I missed you guys, so I'm glad we had the podcast tonight. All right,
0: well, we missed you too. Last, certainly not least, we got Chev and Nooney. What's good, Chev? I'm doing great.
2: Uh, I did not watch
3: the game of the Bears that played uh, against the Rams, so I'm, I'm doing better than expected this week. <laughs>
0: Did you not watch it out of choice, or you just had something else going on?
3: Yeah, we had some other stuff going on. We were actually playing pickleball. So if you never played pickleball, I'll face anybody, anytime, anywhere, any place. Washington Avenue, you name it, baby. <laughs> I've
0: heard about it. <laughs> Is that any fun?
3: Oh, it's, it's a blast. You guys got to try it. Be, it would be fun. Two versus two. I think me and Nate could take the old guys, so we might have to split up the old and young bucks and see what happens. Well, I,
1: I'm not playing you again anything else, chef? That Jones bolt
0: like a 300. Too good of a (laughs) bowler, man. Hustled (laughs) us. All right, well, let's get into it. So as you can see, our show, for the most part, is going to be relatively uniform the next few weeks. Well, the next 18 weeks or so, 17, whatever. I don't know, however you want to do it. Um, I do think every four or five weeks or so, we're going to check in with our rookies, talk about them. We do have something to talk about today. So let's get into it. We will start talking about uh, some injuries. News and notes. Michael Gallup's going to miss three to five weeks with a calf sprain. Jerry Judy was originally set to miss six to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain. Fangio said uh, four to six. So let's just put it right at six weeks. Uh, now, some of these Bob puts on the show sheet, not just me. So, Raheem Made of Glass Mostert said he's going to miss the 2021 season after undergoing knee surgery.
2: I found that one really interesting because when I got the notification, because I still got notifications today because, you know, I, I have other apps other than Twitter that talk about football. It's <laughs> um, so like, Raheem Mostert announces he's out for the 2021 season. I'm like, how often does the yeah. player announce that he's out for the season? That was yeah. interesting.
0: I found that odd too, but um, uh, I, I actually moved him in a couple places, either earlier this season or late last offseason. So pretty happy about that. Ryan Fitzpatrick is out with a hip subluxation, expected to miss six to eight weeks. So fire, fire up Taylor Heineke. So Jorge from Fantasy and Frames is a Washington fan, and I, I text him today hey, can I start Taylor Heineke this week against the Giants? You know, I'm talking about, like, in my second quarterback spot, not in the one quarterback league. You probably have a a better option there. And he just texts back, funny. Like, I'm not making a joke. I I just want to know, can I start this guy? (laughs) I mean, as a second quarterback, right? Yeah, he's starting. He's a starting quarterback. So um, let's talk about the previous week, though. See, look, Manny says – Look, Manny, a known Washington football team fan. He's going to ball out. Cool. And I think against the Giants, too. We don't talk about starts or sits really here too much, but I think it's a fairly safe start. Thursday night football, that good defense. He might not have to do much, to be honest with you, but I think he's going to be startable. So let's, uh, let's react. We got some buzz here. I believe somebody said Mike Gusecki was going to be a top four tight end. He, hey, he that was the ball
3: take show. Remember that <laughs> he
0: laid a voice. whopping goose egg, right? Dude, that, one,
3: that one hurt. One game. That one hurt. Hopefully, it's just one game. He started off the worst that he can actually start, so you can only go up from here, right?
0: Actually, he could have gotten negative points. It's true. We had
3: a couple of players this week
0: do that. Ronald Jones. <laughs> I played against Ronald Jones. In
2: the I started play. Ronald Jones in one league. Got me like what negative .9 Maybe. points, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about my, uh, Aaron Rodgers?
1: That's just one week. That's just a one a week situation. I'm not, worried about, no. yeah, I'm not he, worried
2: about it. No, I'm not worried about it at all.
1: Get, he didn't get any reps at all in the preseason. He barely practiced. He's was over there playing fault. golf with Phil Mickelson and crap. So he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> but that was his own fault, though, for the record. So he Let's only be mean, honest. Was, uh,
3: nothing that's, looked that's, good.
1: That's another show. For another
0: James time. looked
2: good. James sorry, looked yeah.
3: good. Yeah, he did.
2: I, I will say, like with with Rogers. I'm not worried because, number one, Rodgers is Rodgers. Right. And, like, if we saw, like, Teddy Bridgewater go out there and do what Rodgers did or, like, Drew Locke or um, even a guy like Jalen Hurts or someone, like, doesn't have a full pedigree behind him, you know, we'd be like, oh, well, they're not very good. Like, they're not going to have a very good season. We see Rodgers lose by that much, man, you just pissed him off. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's going to destroy the Lions. This week. <laughs>
3: what I will say though
2: is
0: all that preseason Marquez Callaway hype amounted to what?
1: Nothing. Not, Not much. Again, it's only week one. Get ready. I
0: know, but I started him in so many places. I'm like, yeah. I'm putting him in there, him and Jameis. Let's go.
2: See, I love Marquez Callaway. He's probably I think he's actually my most owned player across my dynasty leagues. Would you like to know um, who mine is? The Michael P.
0: It is <laughs> Mike Ryan twelve. Yeah, good old, old Michael P. Ron, not active.
2: <laughs> but Callaway, I always knew that Callaway would have a bad week one. I didn't start him anywhere because, well, I thought the game would be closer so that Packers actually play their starters, but he would have been covered by Alexander, Jair Alexander, who's one of the better cornerbacks in the league. So I never expected Callaway to have a great week one. So if you told me, that Jameis Winston would throw five touchdowns, I'd expect Callaway to at least catch one of them. So, um, We'll see how it goes from here on out. I'm definitely not worried about Callaway yet. Uh, I still think for his value, he's going to have a couple great games in the next couple weeks.
0: Okay, I'll leave
2: him in my lineup.
0: Um, Here's a guy I'm seriously considering benching this week, especially with how good the Eagles secondary looked in the second half. Brandon Ayuk. When we saw that sleeper report, he is still learning to be a pro. And I think that's kind of a far cry, especially when you consider last year, that game that he sat out, he was on the COVID list. Kyle Shanahan, said that 85% of the offense was, was built around him, and now he's still learning how to be a pro. Like, is he in the, the Shanahan doghouse? And also, is the Shanahan doghouse as bad as the Adam Gase or Bruce Arians doghouse? Although, I did see a report today. I forgot to put on the show sheet. Apparently, Rojo is starting this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would,
2: I would say that the Shanahan doghouse is basically purgatory. Okay. Mhm. But is you he in it though? That's
0: it. the thing. We don't know.
2: I don't. I don't know if because
1: you know the last time we heard something about this, it was about your boy Dante Pettis. So when it comes down to that, it's like, hey, Debo's playing better. You saw what he did. And honestly, was Ayuk was doing this when Debo was out. So this is Debo's spot. So if Debo's healthy and doing what he's doing, what the hell is Ayuk going to do?
2: Yeah. I don't know, but Ayuk is a lot better than Dante Pettis. <laughs> No kidding. Oh, I think he's
1: about to we know.
0: He's a <laughs> lot Did not take photos. For sure. For sure. Um, like we'll just – I'll partner. throw out some studs here, and if you guys want to talk about them at all, just let me know. Um, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, kind of goes without saying, Patrick Mahomes is stud of the week. Amari Cooper, Terry Kill, Gronk, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson. Lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I sat, in, I sat in
2: Gronk in a couple leagues. And... Hmm. Yeah, Who would have known? Yeah.
1: Darren Waller with the targets last night was out freaking rages, though. How many targets did you end up with? 19. 19 targets and catches. I bet that. Okay. Nobody else is on the team. Just throw it to him. Hey, Brian Edwards had 80 yards.
2: Most of them in overtime, but. Be nice. Yesterday
0: was Darren Waller's Waller's birthday. So be nice.
2: Exactly. Birthday birthday. game. You got to give him the ball. It's a technically revenge game. Technically, So I... it's not like the Ravens necessarily wanted to get rid of Darren yeah, Waller. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I remember the story correctly, uh, you know, he had his substance abuse issues and stuff. We yeah. stuck by him the entire time, and then the Raiders signed him off for a practice squad. Man, Smart. can you imagine Lamar Jackson throwing to Darren Waller and Mark Andrews? Who even needs yeah. wide receivers?
1: Seriously,
0: this is true. Um, All right, what do you guys think about both Trey Sermon and Zach Moss being scratches? Which, by the way, this leads me to my next point. Um, So I did a pregame show with the All About the Birds crew. We were live at the West End in Quaker Town. And I see on my phone Zach Moss scratched. And I'm like, I know I have him somewhere. Dude, not affiliated. Dynasty Planet, thank you so much. I was able to go on, put in my logins. It showed me I have him rostered in six places or whatever it was. You could click on him, and it says whether or not he's on your bench or a starter. I can go to those leagues real quick, and I was able to make the necessary changes. And in two circumstances where I had him starting, I was able to put somebody else in, and I won both of those matchups. Had I taken a zero, that would have been bad. So, um, again, not affiliated, but it saved me two games. Check out DynastyPlanet.com. But Trey Sermon... Again, it's another one here where we're hearing some some stuff from Shanahan. He was the third best running back. Elijah mm-hmm. Mitchell comes in and balls out big time. I guarantee people are going to be dumping a ton of fab money for him this week. Um, is Zach Moss still we'll we'll talk about him in a little bit. Is Zach Moss still hurt? Do you guys know?
2: He's or a healthy scratch for what I saying. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Out of nowhere I feel like I feel like that was very <laughs> random. Yeah, I had yeah. I had a
3: league. It's an IDP league with 16 players in it. Or 16 uh league, 16 owners. And literally I had Sermon starting, I had Zach Moss starting.
1: That was in our league.
3: Yeah, who else there was somebody else that just yeah. ended up not P Ryan. I had <laughs> I had to literally throw in Wayne Gallman praying to the fantasy football gods that he somehow got off the practice squad and scored a point. Like I ended up winning somehow. But I have no clue how <laughs> I even pulled it off. It was, it was unreal how many people just ended up not playing off healthy scratches.
0: And these scratches are at like 1248. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's like. <laughs> Dumbly.
0: But, okay, so Mostert's out. What are we doing? How are we going to pivot here? I'm assuming Sermon's active. They did sign. Mm-hmm. Um, on Johnson got signed to their practice squad mm-hmm. today. To Ace
2: McTasty. Hasty yeah.
0: McTasty, baby. Are we going Tasty McHasty? Or are we going Elijah Mitchell <laughs> here? Like, what do we? I mean, I have Elijah Mitchell in a bunch of spots, so I'm I'm going to pull him off my taxi squad.
2: But honestly, I'm just staying away. Okay. If if I have like, if you're playing a league with waiver and you get the first waiver, I'd probably go ahead and get Elijah Mitchell and then try okay. to trade him. Okay. Because when have you ever been able to trust a Shanahan backfield? So go ahead, start Elijah Mitchell next week, and then and Jamichael Hasty's going to go off, and then you start Jermichael Hasty the next week, and Trey Sermon will go off. Okay. So I, I really don't feel like any of those guys are going to like end up with the lead role. They might get the hot hand and finish the game, but good luck trying to figure out who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Trey Sermon's a good running back. I mean, it sounded like he had a very impressive training camp. That's heard crazy. much more about him than I did Elijah Mitchell. So the healthy scratch was definitely surprising. And I feel like he's too talented to not get on the field and at least, you know, make that carry share not so heavy for Elijah Mitchell.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll probably go opposite with you. Cause I'll probably would, I'll probably spend up with fab to get Elijah Mitchell because if I can get anybody out of that backfield, you know, if you have at least one, and he does get the hot hand, I want that person on my team, and then you know, try to trade them from them, because you know you can you can get premium for that. So you never know if Elijah Mitchell does go off. Hey, give me a first. Like, you know, me and Nate would we'll do our little trade trades with certain <laughs> people in our league, and we we can get whatever <laughs> we want for certain people. And uh and Hasty will go off as you know we'll have tons of Hasties because we got Hasties on our teams from last year, so yep. it, it can work both ways. You just got to work the system.
0: And again, if you're out there and you're just tuning in for the first time and you're wondering who guys like Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell, are Hasty McTasty or whatever we call him here, <laughs> look, we talked about have to this tell guy. him that's his
1: name by the way.
0: <laughs> we we hey, I'm going.
3: I'll go to the game when they play Arizona and I'll let him know. I got you. There you, there go. you I'll,
0: go. I'll tell them at the link this weekend. Um, <laughs> I won't be there. But listen, we talk about these guys in depth in the off season, so we know so that we could tell you. So make sure you come hang out with us all off season and for even more in depth stuff, patreon.com forward slash dinosaur one five dollars a month. Come on, you know you got it. Spend up. So um, do the New York Jets have a starting running back? Because it looks like no. nobody did much of anything. <laughs>
2: Michael Carter. Michael Carter just <laughs> give it a couple give it a couple more weeks, but he actually had a higher snap share um, than Coleman, and P Ryan was a healthy scratch, and Ty Johnson. Uh, Ty Johnson failed to do anything, so as much as we were talking about Michael Carter being the fourth running back on the depth chart, um, right now it looks like he might be the best one because they, <laughs> they look like trash, and Carter's only going to improve. <laughs> And Tevin Coleman keeps getting all these chances.
1: He freaking stinks. Like, he got, like, three, four different chances in this league. When he was younger, he was good,
0: but that's about it. Nate, he... Piran was inactive because of a foot injury. He was not a healthy scratch. So, when he's healthy, Michael Carter better look out. There you also, go. Bob Van, the IDP man, says, Shanahan did say, Mitchell and Hasty outperformed Sermon and earned playing time in camp. So, he wants to know, is Sermon in the Shanty doghouse? I mean... You know, here, here's well, the problem. Man. Here's the problem. We know John Lynch is a really good GM. The guy puts a great team together, um, very competitive, even when they lose players left and right. And he did a good job putting a good coaching staff together. All I think their defense might be in a little bit of trouble with Saleh out of town, leaving all those points up to the Lions. Mm-hmm. You keep putting players in your doghouse like this, highly drafted players like Brandon Ayuk, Trey Sermon, you're going to be out of a job. It's that easy. I understand it's your job to coach the team, but GM's only put up a crap like that for so long. You can go hang out with Doug Peterson because that's what happened, basically. You didn't play the game, you're gone.
1: He'll be only out of a job if they start losing, like if they're still winning. I don't think it it should be based off of of draft capital. I think it should be based off who's the best player on the field. And if the undrafted running back is out playing the second-round running back, I'm playing the undrafted, regardless of Wait, where you I'm know, drafting
0: you. Are we you talking about Pete Carroll? Guys.
1: Exactly. Pete Carroll. That's a perfect example.
0: Shani and running backs is a lot like Pete Carroll, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Nate, it's on the show sheet, but if you don't want to talk about the Monday night finish, we're, <laughs> we're going to move on. Um, all right, so let's do some buy or sell here. Just real quick, um, just one-word answers. How's that sound? We'll go around the horn. Phil, buy or sell? Antonio Brown? Buy. All right. Nate? Buy. Chev. Buy. I'm going to buy as well. Um, Are we buying or selling Jalen Hurts being good, or is the the Atlanta defense bad or both? Phil? I'm buying. Okay. So you're saying both to that then, right? I'm buying that. He's good. And the Atlanta defense is bad?
2: Yeah, they stink. Okay. All right, Nate? I agree. I'm um, buying both. I think Jalen Hurts is pretty good. Maybe not just good for fantasy, maybe good for the Eagles. We'll okay. see. Chev? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think he's a good football player, man. Everywhere he's gone, he's been a winner. And I don't think that's going to change
0: anytime soon.
3: I know you guys' roster at the Eagles is not as great as you think it is, but
0: they look pretty stinking good, boys. Wes Watkins. I'm going to buy that as well. Uh, Jameis Winston and his five touchdowns. We buy under selling this. We, we think it stays like that. Phil? I, I, I think I'm going I'm to I'm
1: buy
2: it. I'm going to keep my words so one word answers. Okay. Nate? I am also buying it. Um, I just want to point out that Jameis Winston actually set a record for the least passing yards for a quarterback <laughs> with five touchdowns.
0: Oh. Congrats to you, James. I think it was like
2: 180 or something like that.
0: Wow. Chev, how about you? I'm a buy as well. All right. I'm going to sell on that one. And uh, let's see. Bob, you're going to, I know you're still watching. If you want me to do buy or sell, you're going to have to streamline these statements here a little bit. Uh, Joe Mixon actually getting rushing work. He had 29 attempts and receiving work. Four catches on four yards. Woo. Does that continue, Phil?
2: <sighs> I'll sell.
0: Okay,
2: Nate. Uh, I'm selling. He's selling pretty good right now too. Yeah, I would probably
3: sell. He's not going to get that much workload every game. No way.
0: Okay, I'm going to sell as well. Pick up Chris Evans or Samaj P. Ryan because Joe Mixon was hurt in this game. He did come back. He's going to get hurt again. It's kind of a thing he does. <laughs> It's true, right? Yeah, four catches on four targets. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Bob, you have to put that four catches on four targets. When I see four for four, four. yeah, Yeah. that was. No, to me that says four (laughs) catches, four yards. That's how I do it. Okay, you know what, Bob? You're good. (laughs) I should have expressed that.
3: That's encouraging to me, though. I love seeing him getting those. It is encouraging, uh, but those receptions, man.
0: That is true. Now, I do have a question for everyone. Do you like DFS? Sorry, Nate. Do you wish you could redraft <laughs> each week within the season? If so, it's time to check out Underdog Fantasy. While the best ball platform season-long drafts are closed, there's still weekly drafts and pick each week. Support the Dynasty Rewind team and join us on Underdog Fantasy by using the promo code Rewind. When you make your first deposit, you will get a $10 bonus added on to your deposit. Minimum ten dollars, everybody. The link is in the description of this video. Thank you, Bob. And we will see you there. All right, guys, come back. Um, so we talked about some of these stock up, stock down. I think, you know, if you want to look at, at acquiring some players, Brandon Ayuk and Mike Goseki are two guys that you could probably, you know, let the panicking dynasty owner move them to you Get,
1: Get it for chief. I mean, uh seeing that Debo is you know Devo does have a issue with his health um that might be become a little bit of an issue that's funny as crap cuz I thought <laughs> the same thing too. I could go for um, some Wendy's right
0: now the, I'll tell you what those square cheeseburgers man. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> Debo
1: does have issues with his injury uh history but When you do I mean, Wendy's you to do play you get like a this or
0: do you get a Frosty I'm sorry but I need to know.
1: Well, I get a soda I get a Frosty. Okay. Frosty.
0: Whatever it is. If
1: I, have, if I have, if I have, if I have, like, if they give me like hot fries, like, if the fries, gotta be like hot. I want to dip the fries in the frosty. But okay, we're majority of
0: times, my fries ain't hot. You all know. right, now we're we're talking. Hey, welcome back, Nate. <laughs> What's up? And uh, Bob also has on here is back up or down. I'm, I'm guessing he's down for all these. The Packers' offense as a whole.
2: Uh, I like. I'm That's not down. What's no wrong with that? Not down. On. They're fine. I Devontae like I, I mean one week. Aaron Packers Jones. offense is three guys, and I'm not worried about those three guys. Yep. Actually AJ
3: Dillon, uh Marcus Valdis oh, Scantling, and Amari Rogers. Oh.
2: oh. Or no, Josiah DeGora, actually.
1: Ooh.
3: Mike, who is your tight end guy on that team, man?
2: Jay Sternberger, he's suspended.
3: Sternberger.
0: Oh, <laughs> Listen, I still roster him in a bunch of spots as a bunch of spots. Oh, my God, I can't talk. A bunch of spots Spot. as well, so don't Stops. worry about that. I still got him. Hold on. Oh, should really ready. drop
2: him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you rostering like a four-string tight end? Listen,
0: I, believe, I do want to let everyone know that Kylan Hill had five rushes for 14 yards, but that's tied for the lead in amount of rushes with Aaron Jones five carries for nine yards. Oh. A.J. Dillon, four carries for 19 yards, so he's the yardage leader. And then Randall Slob had one carry for one yard. So, I mean, we're talking just an abysmal all-around performance for, for the Packers. Jordan Love getting in the game five or seven, 68 yards, no touchdowns, no receptions.
3: The so, Detroit Lions are like the best NFC North team this week, and that's sad.
1: And yeah, that was all garbage time. Yeah, yeah, but they did it.
3: They actually scored
1: points. They did. Go Jared Goff. Won me a league. Quintes Cifus. Talk about that guy.
0: Yeah. What did Quintas doing? Really good.
1: Yeah. Target haul. I don't have a stat line on it. Yeah, but he was getting targets. I think he scored, if
2: I'm not mistaken. Like
3: twelve yards, three catches. Stunning
2: yeah, it, it wasn't a great stat line, but he got a touchdown and a two point conversion, so we'll give it yeah. to him. Points. Okay.
0: Do you guys want to take some listener questions?
2: I love listeners. All right, I love so questions.
0: This one I did not put on the show sheet because I was told that it had to be kept a secret from everybody. Nobody could have any prep time for this. Oh, man. But this one is I'm courtesy scared. of Pops. So, Chev, you got to answer this one first. <laughs> man. How many That's leagues are too. you in and how many did you win last year? So, I'll, st- I'll tell you what. I'll start. I'll start so you can count. I was, I'm in 26 leagues and I won one last year. But it was also for $900. Chev, go ahead. I am in 17, and I won
2: two. Okay. Nate? So last year, I was in eight leagues. I won three. This year, I'm in 11 leagues, and I went three and eight this week. So (laughs) it's a rough start. I think
1: uh, I'm in 18 leagues, and I I believe I won three. And then we all... Technically, all one one together with Dinesh. That's true.
2: That's right. Not Mike, though.
0: Um, no, yeah, no <laughs> I know that, that one. The nice thing is, I won enough in that one league that it paid for everything this year and then some. That doesn't mean that I should be in so many. I should probably scale back a little bit on that. And Dave has a question. My question is for all of you: How does it feel being so awesome? You would have to ask these guys. I'm just the host.
2: I'm only awesome because there's an awesome logo. That is a great logo and a very yeah. soft comfy shirt mm-hmm. and dave i'm shirt. awesome
1: because j wick gave me this nice van oh, jefferson oh. card and I almost tore my acl when he scored that touchdown because <laughs> i definitely almost fell down because i was jumping scaring my kids waking them up but uh
0: All right. good let let us take some other listener questions dave thank you for the love i do appreciate that um there's no name for this one, but how do I avoid tilting after a rough week one?
2: Same thing Roger said. There's 16 more weeks to play.
3: Relax. You know, he also be- said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Just because you lose week one, it doesn't mean your season's over. I mean, it's it always sucks to start off 0-1 mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're like, dang, I'm already in the hole. But you string a couple wins together. Say week six, you're 5-1. Who cares that the first loss came week one? Like, like, give it a couple... Like, I always tell everyone, you got to decide if you're a contender or if you're rebuilding early. you got to be the first one in your league or second one in your league to do that, because otherwise you're going to miss out on the good opportunities to make moves. You can't make that decision off week one unless right. you knew in the offseason that you had no way of competing. So you should wait at least three or four weeks. If you're 0-4 and, and you've had some bad losses, then... Yeah, you're probably going to not contend this year. Time. But yeah. if you're losing like by a couple of points, I lost to Porkman in the rewind C2C NFL <laughs> side by less than a point.
1: Oh, did you? I didn't even check. This it's on NFL. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if Lamar Jackson didn't fumble, I would have won.
0: <laughs> or, come oh, on, more? man. You, you got Scott Fishbowl on NFL, too. You got to check that stuff. Bro I, bro, I can't. The site is freaking
1: doo-doo. I got, I'm going to download the app and look at it again. But The advice hey, I would give you. As long you. as I
2: beat you, Nate, that's good. good.
1: Hey, and it was Lamar Jackson, too? Oh, I beat
2: crazy. Nate, too. Yeah, Chev <laughs> beat me, too. Mark Andrews didn't do anything. You beat me <laughs> okay. in, one,
0: in the one matchup we had together, Nate. You beat me.
2: I destroyed you, Mike. Thank you for pointing that out.
0: <laughs> My advice to you is Dude. this. Do not do not panic by yourself. Make sure you set that line up. That's all you can do. Right? Keep trying because there was a league I started like 0 and 6, and I almost made the playoffs last year. So, you know, just got to keep going. All right. This one is from one of our patrons, Zach Barrett. Zach knows how awesome it is to be a patron of ours. So you should join him. Got a great group awesome. chat that I even participate in. What are some players we are already out on?
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. That's, I, I, that's a tough. One. I'm usually. It's harder to be out on a player because you know you can see the upside on a lot of players but mm. i mean i'm kind I'm of good go. Go i'm gonna go mike gasecki <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know if you're allowed to be out on him i'm not gonna lie man i think Hand it's coming kind of early yeah
2: i will say one player not, not a player I was necessarily high on but i'm definitely out on JD McKissick already. Um, didn't mm-hmm. get a single catch. That Ryan Fitzpatrick effective. is out. Um, I think McKissick is done You My know being, what?
1: I was pretty are much sure? out on him from the beginning.
0: Are, are you sure about that? You should look back in the in their playoff game and see how Heineke used him. Maybe. It, Maybe. It, would, it wouldn't hurt to at least just look at the box score see what his stat line was, you know what I mean? Because there's a possibility that you know, Heineke is a completely different type of player. Heineke mm. to me is more Alex Smith than Ryan Fitzpatrick is. And that bodes well, well yeah. for the backfield. So,
1: but I mean, seeing that they keep saying they're going to use Antonio Gibson like Christian McCaffrey, like where the hell is it at? Also, That's
2: Heineke played that. the majority of that game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, now they have a week two game plan for Heineke as a, well, not a full week, but, you know, most of a week. And then I, so I'm saying this week's going to be abbreviated, maybe week three they have that extra time to game plan so we'll see but i understand where you're coming from wanting to be out on mckissick i yeah. get it but zach i hate to say i don't have an answer for you i think it's just still too early for me to be yeah. really out on anybody well i mean i guess you could say i'm out on mostert because he's out on me so <laughs> that's true if he if Gary, I, got on him. I say
2: there's some other players i'm just looking at <laughs> some scores from last week like i mean these aren't like superstar players we were all in on, but like James Connor, I mean the Cardinals did very well. He had 16 attempts, 53 yards for a 3.3 average with a long of eight. I mean, I think I think Chase Edmonds is looking a lot better there. So, I mean, I think that backfield's going to be up and down. I think Connor will have his games, but, but that, that sounds like a typical
1: Connor line though, especially at this point in his career. I first, though, you can just probably just use him for, yeah. the, uh, for the red zone. And,
2: and he only got 16 rushes because they were up so much.
1: Yeah, he was yeah. clapping him, too. I was sad. All so bad for All Tannehill. Right.
0: Okay. Here's a good one. This is from another patron of ours, Steve Rayers. Hopefully I said your name right. After week one, what players have staked claim to a breakout season? And then uh, we got... You know, just some examples. Debo, Hollywood, Christian Kirk, finally.
2: Hmm. Not, Not Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, no I can't believe that. it. Um,
2: I'm going to say Devonta Smith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hope so. I mean, his first – oh, interesting fact about Devonta Smith. You know, his first NFL catch was a touchdown. That was the same spot in the end zone that he caught the touchdown or the game-winning touchdown for the national championship, which is surreal.
2: Um, Another wide receiver that I've been all over this offseason who I think is going to have a breakout year is Corey Davis finished as the wide receiver five overall. I think um, there's some other talent there at the wide receiver room, but I don't think anyone there is on Corey Davis's level. I know a lot of people like Elijah Moore, but we got to temper our expectations for the rookies. Um, Craddell will be in there. So that'll kind of cap more. And we know that Denzel Mims is not doing too much. Keelan Cole was out. Um, Zach Wilson had his ups and downs on Sunday, but he definitely has a connection with Corey Davis. And it seems like Corey Davis is the by far the wide receiver one there. Gonna be playing a lot of catch-up this season. Zach Wilson can move out of the pocket, throw the ball down the field. I love Corey Davis this year. I think he's going to finish as a wide receiver too.
3: What do you guys think about Mike Williams? 12 Ooh. targets, 8 receptions. I think he yeah. could be looking for something big this season as well. I they think. weren't
2: lying when they said the Michael Thomas too. role.
1: Yeah, the the yeah. Mike what was that Lombard Joe Lombardi's system. Yeah, was coming there, he, he, didn't he, get, he didn't get he didn't get a like ton that.
2: of deep targets. He, you know, I think I saw at one point he had like five receptions for like fifty-seven yards, something like that. I was like, that's not a Mike Williams stat line.
1: Well, they've been always using him wrong. Like when he was when he played in college, he always wasn't just going deep. He was playing like Michael Thomas, and they just treated him. As such, because he was fast and tall and big and do those 50-50 balls, but Mike Mike is a Mike will be a beast, especially if they use him like that next to Keenan Allen, and Herbert still Herbert looks better honestly this year than he did last year, and he was good as crap last year, so I see big numbers coming his way, and especially you know Mike's trying to get paid, so it's, that's a big year for him.
2: Ooh, another wide receiver looking. I'm just looking down the uh, scores from last week. Uh, finishing a wide receiver forty-eight, Brian Edwards. I know he got a lot of his points in the overtime in the last drive of the um fourth quarter. But mm-hmm. I think Brian Edwards, you know, he came with well strong there at the end and Derek Hart like throwing to him. I think Brian Edwards could be a guy that maybe not like a breakout like a top twenty four wide receiver, but um you know I could see him finishing as a as a like wide receiver four which I'd say is pretty good on that team when you're by far a huge gap to the second target behind Darren Waller.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, here's another one from Zach Barrett. What players have a potential to repeat week one high-end performances? Again, that's from Zach Barrett, one of our patrons.
2: Mm. I think Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yep. I like Amari Cooper. Cooper Cup looking out what there. What about Amari Cooper can do it again yeah gallops out so it's going to be uh cooper not. and lamb going to be going off i think Who's they're the
3: going to be consistent all season to be honest Who's the other
0: guy that they have there that other cedric
3: wilson? Cedric wilson. cedric wilson
0: do you
2: think are we doing anything with him
0: he
1: flashed a little bit but nothing, nothing he flashed a little
2: it. bit but at the end of the day you only like cedric wilson because of the volume mm-hmm. if he was uh, people are going to get hype about him because he's going to get some volume he's going to you know show off a little bit but like I don't think Cedric Wilson is actually that great of a wide receiver. I don't think he's a bad wide receiver. But, yeah. like, if you put him on another team, you would not be happy with him as your wide receiver two. You would be, mm-hmm. like, on, on that team. And you wouldn't really – you know, if he was a wide receiver three for a team, you'd be like, well, it's not a strength. He's a, he's a really solid wide receiver four. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be stepping into that wide receiver three role for a high-volume offense. He'll have some ups and downs, but – I'm not a guy I'm going to you know, spend a lot of fab on and think that I can just throw into my wide receiver spot. Okay, yeah. I
3: would say TJ Hawkinson. I think he's going to get targets every single week, and I think especially this upcoming week, we saw Pork's man, Jawan Johnson, I believe is his name, go for two TDs mm-hmm. from the tight end spot. So I think uh, TJ's also going to get that kind of look against the Packers as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What about Tyler Lockett?
2: I love Tyler Lockett. I can't trust Dad. it. I like Lockett. You, I just can't trust him. I was going
0: to say, can we trust that Seattle offense? You know, do they just fade off again like they've done? The last well, I mean,
2: season? hey,
1: I, I honestly, I think they don't want to piss him off. So I really think they might let Russ cook for real. So he might actually be liable each week now because I don't think they really want to piss him off like that. So, like, hey, keep him, keep him happy. Keep him, just keep him chucking the ball up to the ceiling so he can just drop right in his hands.
2: Yeah, DK Metcalf didn't have a uh, catch in the first half. Yeah, and then he cooked in the second half. So About 80 um, yards, and a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think Lockett's going to be good most weeks. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so.
0: Might be a good waiver wire guy. Zach Pascal. TY's hurt. Michael Pittman mm-hmm. didn't do much. The Paris tight Campbell end didn't ball. do much. Paris Campbell didn't do much. He wasn't much as far as yardage-wise. It was only 43 yards, but it was two touchdowns there was a place I had to start Zach Pascal. And I was like, well, maybe he'll do something. I was like, maybe he'll get me like 30 yards on three catches, and I'll be happy with six points, but...
1: Two touchdowns, you to take it.
0: I'll take it. Um, last one. At what point in a season do you decide to sell out, and how do you go about that process? What type of players are you targeting? That feels like a Bob question to me. It's very. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I pretty, Nate pretty much uh talked about it uh earlier in the show. You you got to really, you know, sit down and look at your team and evaluate like is just like you know, are you riddled with injuries? Are your players just not good at this point? So, like Nate said, you got to be the first person to you know, get rid of some of these guys and try to get younger guys, get those get those uh 2023, 2022 uh draft picks, you know, listen to our shows about the rookies. See if twenty two is going to be good. We also we always know uh, twenty three is going to be good this year. Uh, in two years, yeah. But um, you know, see if you want to you know load up on some second round picks and and do stuff like that. I'll tell you what, in, in the dynasty rewind league,
3: I noticed very quickly that I had to do something <laughs> because I had Todd Gurley. Yeah, you did. I a bunch of these older players, mm-hmm. hoping that they would produce, and they didn't produce very much. So I tried to just sell off for as much as possible. I even sold Tyler Lockett. Sold a lot of my good players, but I knew that team was either going to be at the bottom or be in the middle. So at that point, I knew there's start fresh, and I feel like I've done a decent job. And I got a thousand picks left to pick. So you just gotta sell, you just sell your soul. Well, that's all you gotta do. Yeah, meanwhile, you gotta me go
1: and all in him, buying everything. Yeah. yeah, you do.
2: Well, I, I, didn't did. even, I didn't even win this week. I know to that shave? was like- <laughs> By
0: the way, I just insane. want to let everyone know, all you Javante Williams truthers out there, Melvin Gordon's not going away quietly. So you might be in for a very frustrating season.
3: If it wasn't for that one run, though, yeah, I mean, we're that's, looking that's at what a way is. different story. They, they basically
2: yard. had like a 50% snap share. So yep, he's not yeah. going away easy. That's all I'm saying. Melvin.
1: I haven't seen Melvin Gordon run like that in a long time for a run like that. So I yeah. don't. I still I still uh, would be high on Javante and low on Melvin Gordon
0: at this point. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go. We are now going to do a new segment. We're kind of bringing a segment back, but uh, Nate's debut player of the week. May not always be a player. It may just be something he wants to talk about, debut-related, even some <laughs> strategy. But, uh, Nate, who do you have for us this week?
2: Yeah. So I actually have a guy that is leading all position players outside of quarterback. In fantasy points for college football right now. Um, through two games, he has 74 points. Ooh, that's pretty good. pretty good. I not know who it is. He's on my you, team? You want to guess? He's, I don't think he's on your team. He's on my team. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got six touchdowns, 296 yards through two games. His name is Mateo Durant, and he is the running back for Duke. Now, I watched I watched this tape before uh, today to you know, try to prep for this because I was like, "Who am I going to talk about?" I was like, "Well, it's only been two weeks of the college football season. Let's just see who's really stood out. I mean, like way beyond expectations." And this guy is leading all running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends in scoring. So there's only a couple quarterbacks over him. Um, he's just scoring touchdowns. Uh, week one, he scored three week two he scored three all he does is score touchdowns and he, he actually you know we're talking about Melvin Gordon this guy could kind of be a similar player to Melvin Gordon um, in his play style he's a effective hard-running north-south guy um, I love I love watching his tape already I know that we're all gonna like him once we get to the scouting process after the season um, six foot one About 200 pounds right now. Um, He is... I thought he was going to be a plotter based on that stat line. You know, if you don't get six touchdowns, you're probably a plotter, right? You know, a big, big running back. You know, 6'1", 200. He has some good size to him. But he is surprisingly quick. Uh, Acceleration at the line of scrimmage was impressive. Doesn't have the highest top speed, but he gets there quickly and it's enough to finish runs. He had some big runs in the past two weeks. Um, He's a guy that... Isn't going to create a ton of yards by himself. He takes what you give him, but he takes every single inch of it. And every single time he runs into somebody, he gets an extra two yards. He gets an extra three yards. His legs keep moving. He's got strong legs. They keep moving. He spins out of a play. Lots of yards after contact. Favorite thing about him, every play he plays 100%. You know, I love those guys that give hundred percent every play. You see that with the way he turns his legs once he hits contact. This is a guy that, if I had to just guess right now, and it's very early on in the season, um, I'm going to put him around the same prospect level as uh, maybe like a uh, Keyshawn Vaughn or a Michael. I like Michael Warren a good bit, but um, I did too. Kind of like fifth, sixth round kind of running back. A guy that someone's gonna take a chance on you know isn't gonna have a starting job maybe like a kind of the same Khalil Herbert with draft capital you know kind of how we're gonna feel about this guy he's gonna be a solid running back in the next level so definitely got to keep an eye on if he keeps up this production he could have a breakout season he could really rise in the draft process but he's a very solid prospect so Mateo Durant running back for Duke
0: and he takes every inch of it you've heard it here from Nate Christian on the Dynasty Rewind. <laughs> oh, that's that's around. gonna that might come back to bite you. But uh, I do have one question <laughs>
2: before now we have. to put that on the graphic.
0: Are you looking for a new way to play Dynasty? A way to go deeper than just drafting, trading, and setting lineups. If that is true, it's time to check out DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner.com is the new and improved way to play Dynasty fantasy football at its deepest level, featuring new challenges like managing a salary cap, Sure, rookies are, are out of value now. Wish I could talk. But what about in the future? Build your dynasty around the cap and make the tough decisions when the time comes. New leagues are now forming. It's time to own your dynasty at DynastyOwner.com. Let them know the Dynasty Rewind sent you by using the code Rewind. Link will be in the description. All right. um, Bob's giving me a um, speaking
1: of Speaking of Dynasty Owner, uh, I sent the guys a text message of who we should start. And it's like we don't know who the hell to start because our team is so deep. Our team is too <laughs> good. <laughs> so it's 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 a fun I, I I really I really say, you know, it's kind of late this year, but you know, go into it next year and just try it out. It's a whole bunch of fun.
2: I mean like we, we get to start four running backs because you have the starting lineup of the bench. So we can start mm. four four running backs. That should be easy, right? To pick four running backs. Well, we have David Montgomery, we have DeAndre Swift, we have James Robinson, we have um, Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson. We gotta sit one of those guys each week. Don't
0: start James Robinson until Urban Meyer quits next week. He's gonna take the USC job. He is, yeah. So, but um, that's pretty much gonna wrap it up for us today. Jeff, I believe you have something for us.
3: Yeah, I do miss one thing that we used to do on our show, though. Nate's, like, nasty bed of the week where we had to like, pick an over-under. So if we can bring that back next week, I, I would really enjoy that Nate. Nate's up scrub up bed boy. of the week. No more scrub No
2: more. Jeff swings. Oh, no, no. Oh, I got here. you. Chef's going to do his verse, and I'll have one for Thursday night.
0: Perfect. All right. Let's go. That's what I like to hear. So, then, all right. Sean, make sure you write all these down,
3: okay? <laughs> all right here we go we got matthew 5 4 it says blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted uh it's not, not everything is going to be all, all all shiny and great all the time sometimes there's gonna be times in your life where somebody may pass away uh some things might just not be going your way and you're going through some hardships uh you gotta mourn get those things out talk to somebody me and pork Uh, When something's bothering us both, I know I can go to Porkman, I can go to Nate, I can go to Mike, uh, but every time I go to those guys, they're always there for me. They're there to comfort me. Uh, Even at church, I'm I'm lucky enough to see that uh, there's always time of prayer, that you can always go and pray for somebody as well. Comfort those people that are in need. Uh, They need it more than we can even imagine. Sometimes we don't even know actually what they're going through, Uh, but mourning is a good sign of of getting back uh, and just realizing that you are hurting and that's normal. That's okay to have. So uh, if you see somebody that is in, in pain, mourning, go comfort them. Be somebody that they can count on, that somebody that they can trust and somebody that they can talk to about things.
0: All right. Great words from a great man. Thank you, chef. Nate, do you have a nice scrubby bed for us?
2: Oh, I got a good one. Maybe <laughs> I, I got words. a good one. This guy is a real scrub. we
0: are we doing anything for these like is there a last time
2: we did a shot oh just one just one one. that's what we did last time i'm fine with that
0: i'll do it it. it. all right let's do it
2: (laughs) we're we're back to it we're back to its tradition all
0: right (laughs) tradition in season bringing it back just talked about jesus and now we're talking about doing so we
2: got thursday night football (laughs) we got giants versus the uh washington football team mm-hmm. this guy is a bona fide stud um oh wait so i said stud i mean scrub because it's Kadarius tony oh. <laughs> Kadarius tony who let me tell you he had uh one reception for <laughs> negative two yards <laughs> oh i know yeah. two receptions for negative two yards that's even it, worse isn't it
0: do you remember when they could have drafted devonta smith <laughs> but they did. Didn't. Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin
2: Fields. Whoa. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but their first round pick had two receptions for negative two yards. Hmm. That's uh. Lovely. That's pretty scrubby, I'd say. But um, second second game of his career, you know, he's gonna he's got it. Don't worry. You know, who cares that there's Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard and Kenny, Kenny Galladay? You, know, you spend your first round pick on a wide receiver four. Okay. Giants just doing their thing, but they got extra first round picks, so it's okay, right? Um, Let's set the over under at five. Five. Five Five fantasy points. points. PPR.
1: I'll go under. I'm going to take the under, too. They play in freaking Washington. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm taking the under (laughs) on that. I'm not going to lie. Oh, crap. I'm going to take the over. (laughs) <laughs> well, okay. Put it on the board Nate over Mike,
2: Chev. Pork
1: Under <sighs> Come on Two recep- Three, three receptions I...
2: for 21 yards That's all I need
1: I'm talking about traditions I need to bring back my greasy takes too
2: You got one? You better
1: pull it out Oh. Uh, I think I'm going to just say Jawan Johnson Is going to repeat the same thing he did uh, This past week in week one Oh, that right. is he's greasy. That is greasy. Once
0: more. Wait until Adam uh, Troutman. Here's He
1: he was playing. He's gonna play better. Next. Adam Troutman played, and you know. But you know, when Jameis Winston, you thought he was gonna throw the ball to OJ Howard. Cameron Break was there. So Cameron Brake kept catching touchdowns. So Jawan Johnson then says Cameron Break. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Well, there we go. So we're gonna head out from here. And Chev, uh, until mm-hmm. next time, where can we find you on Twitter, please? You can
3: find me at Chef Boyardee Boy with
0: an I. All right, Nate. How about yourself? When you come back to Twitter, you can find me at Nate NFL. <laughs> I'll be back this week. Don't worry. You're gonna have a lot of messages to catch up on. Pork. How about yourself?
1: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at FF
0: Pork All right, and you can follow me on Twitter if you are so inclined at Rewind CEO. I'd much rather you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. And one last thing. Sorry about cutting your head off there, Chef. Thanks to all of the Patreons patrons over on patreon who made this episode possible our patreon features bonus podcasts written content as well as rookie idp best ball and debbie rankings not to mention access to our growing community group chat the link is to join is in the description we hope to see you there so until next time everybody be kind please rewind thank you for watching and thank you for listening and i forgot to bring up the video oh my god
2: good job Mike slow motion goodbye thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review and as always be kind, please rewind